This message comes from Jackson. Seek clarity in retirement planning at Jackson.com. Jackson is short for Jackson Financial, Inc., Jackson National Life Insurance Company, Lansing, Michigan, and Jackson National Life Insurance Company of New York. Purchase New York. Live from NPR News, I'm Dale Willman. Top Biden administration officials met with the president of Mexico today. NPR's Jasmine Garst reports that the delegation discussed potential solutions to help stem the surge of migrants arriving at the southern border. Earlier today, Secretary of State Antony Blinken, Secretary of Homeland Security Alejandro Mayorgas, and White House Homeland Security Advisor Elizabeth Sherwood Randall held closed-door talks with Mexican President Andrés Manuel López Obrador. The topic was the U.S.-Mexico border, where over over 2.5 million immigrants were encountered in the last year. President López Obrador has signaled he is willing to work with the U.S. towards curbing immigration, but he also reiterated his belief that deterrence alone will not work and that the root causes, like poverty, need to be addressed. Jasmine Garst, NPR News, Mexico City. Michigan Supreme Court is keeping former President Donald Trump on the state's presidential primary ballot. The court today refused to hear an appeal of a lower court ruling allowing Trump to stay. Michigan Public Radio's Rick Pluta explains why people were trying to have Trump removed. There are actually several cases like this around the country, and some Trump critics say he is not eligible to serve because he violated the insurrection clause of the 14th Amendment. That clause was directed at Confederate rebels following the Civil War, but there are Democrats, independents, and some Republicans who say Trump's involvement in January 6th puts him in the same category, insurrectionist. And they say that makes him ineligible to hold public office. An attorney for Colorado's Republican Party, meanwhile, says they're appealing to the U.S. Supreme Court, a state Supreme Court ruling that bans former President Donald Trump from Colorado's primary ballot. The state court had put a hold on its ruling until January 4th or until an appeal is resolved by the nation's highest court. The Colorado court ruled that Trump had violated the U.S. 14th Amendment by engaging in insurrection while holding office. A Dutch diplomat will head up a new United Nations post coordinating humanitarian and reconstruction aid for Gaza. Terry Schultz has more from Brussels. Sigrid Kog was not a surprise choice to become the first senior humanitarian and reconstruction coordinator for Gaza. She spent most of her career working at the UN, including in the Middle East, before coming back to the Netherlands in 2017 to serve in the government. Kog wrote in her resignation letter that she accepted the assignment in hope to, quote, contribute to a better future. She'd already announced she would leave Dutch politics due to persistent threats against her family. Kog is married to a former Palestinian Authority government minister. The position of Senior Humanitarian and Reconstruction Coordinator for Gaza was created by the U.N. Security Council Friday. COG will begin work January 8th. For NPR News, I'm Terry Schultz in Brussels. And you're listening to NPR News. The Biden administration is releasing what officials say could be the last military aid to Ukraine of 2023. Supplemental funding legislation that would extend military support has been stalled on Capitol Hill. This latest release, worth $250 million, includes an array of air defense munitions, other missiles, and artillery and anti-armor systems. The aid is being provided through what is known as the Presidential Drawdown Authority. Police in Indiana say a man has been rescued after spending six days trapped in his crashed pickup truck. They say 27-year-old Matthew Reum survived by drinking rainwater. He's in critical condition. He was discovered underneath a highway bridge by two men who were scouting for fishing locations. 
Tom Smothers of the comedy duo The Smothers Brothers died Tuesday from cancer at his home in California. He was 86 years old. NPR's Netta Ulibi has this remembrance. The Smothers Brothers sent up the style of folk music popular at the time. This song is a fun-packed, frothy number filling up the rugged men of yesteryear. Tom Smothers pretended to be a bit of a dolt. That's spoons. <laughs> but it was Tom who pushed the Smothers Brothers comedy hour into political satire. Never before had a show on network television routinely made fun of foreign policy or the president. Tom Smothers booked cutting-edge acts like the band The Who and anti-war singers. For this, the hit show was canceled in 1970. Tom Smothers, free speech activist, influenced generations of American comedians. Netta Ulibi, NPR News. And I'm Dale Willman, NPR News.